welcome to the Great Lake Smoke Podcast Show. What we talk about basically is the love and the passion of cigars, pipe smoking, tobacco, alcohol, brothers chilling out and having a good time, laughter. Well, well, how else are you going to you know, enjoy a nice bourbon? And, and you kind of went animalistic on uh, tobacco buying. And the Rocky Patel Pure and Simple. I don't know, that, that thing just tastes so good. Our president of the Chicago Pipe Club, Mr. Tim Garrity. Why don't you talk about the pipe a little it's bit? A nice there, one. No, it's a nice pipe. What's it got a peep it? Yeah. Oh wow, look at that. Yeah. It's got the old Peter. The old Peter. Peter yeah. There you go. Very nice. nice. Rhodesian. Yeah. Nice. This is gonna be the giveaway that's, tonight. That's a freebie, folks. And um we're looking forward to one of our friends who said, I need a pipe tonight. And so Barry <laughs> Argento he needs a pipe. He needs a pipe, he said. So he's going to get a pipe if he wins. Well, and we all right. know how you win. We basically... Uh, you slip us some money and then we pull your ticket out of the hat. You know, <laughs> the white envelope. Gary, right? Gary, don't worry. I got you covered. I'll, I'll text you the answer. <laughs> well, what can I tell you? We don't do that. Did you get his check already? <laughs> uh, yeah, he sent you the envelope. We're good, Barry. We're good. We're good. We, we got to sponsor money. Yep. Well, that's what we got going tonight, folks. So stick around after a, a, an interview with an amazing gentleman in the uh, cigar lounge, pipe lounge uh, in Indiana. We're going to have Stump the Chooch by Cousin Frank. But in the meantime, keep our show going. And we're looking for sponsors for 2021. Yes, we need sponsors for 2021. But let's finish off with this year's sponsors. So we're going to have Kyle. You're going to take it away, buddy. Yeah, hold on here. Keep talking, Ron, because I'm not ready yet. We'll keep talking, all right. <laughs> well, like we said, if you guys are interested. Who is our guest, Ron? Who is our guest? Tell me. I want to know. Shoo, shoo, quiet. Let's let's get everybody excited. All right. You're, all right. You're, you're, I'm getting antsy. I'm getting I, You're always antsy, Frank. You don't get it. You are. <laughs> You got cockroaches sitting in between your butt. Don't worry about it. We'll get there. (laughs) But as far as sponsorship, if you're interested, definitely PM us on Facebook or email us at greatlakesmokeshow at AOL.com. One way or another, get hold of us. We love to promote your business. And this is a sample of how we do those. Take it away, Kyle. Our first sponsor is Johnny D. T's Screen Printing and Embroidery out of Lake Villa, Illinois. They are a veteran-owned company, um, and they take great pride in their work. Their goal is to not fulfill one order for any given customer, but to earn all future orders by offering the best products at unbeatable prices. Shop any of their American Veterans Collection, and 25% of all proceeds will be donated back to the Veterans of Foreign Wars or the American Legion. And the next sponsor, our sponsors are <laughs> DAV Cigars out of New York. Decades of experience combined with true love and deep understanding of cigars result in the highest level of standard of each DAV hand rolled cigar. Next sponsor is RNA Treasures out of Tampa Bay, Florida. The last of a legacy. 
the last inventory from Thomas Cristiano in a warehouse where everything is aged and well-kept for all your pipe and smoking needs. And finally, the Chicago Pipe Collectors Club, one of the largest and oldest pipe groups in North America with the largest pipe show worldwide. Every first weekend in May, always looking for new members, and if you're interested, please contact via Facebook. And now, back to you, Ron. Open. So anyway, folks, for all you new sponsors, join on board. We'll be ready to go on January 5th. We'll be back again. This is our last show until 2021, which is around the corner. But now to our special guest, Frank. Are you ready? There we are. <laughs> folks, we want to welcome a special guest tonight, a man that has been in the industry 48 years so there's a lot to talk about the one and only mike fisher from briar and burley how are you mike so you can see my pretty face oh i like the mask the way it is there he is <laughs> welcome and thank you so much for coming on board tonight how are we still you? got customers in the store, so I kept the mask on as long as I could. Oh, okay. All right, you kick him out now. We got to give it five more minutes. Uh, right? A few more minutes. <laughs> That's okay. I'll tell them to go home and put you on because they want to see what's going on. Join there us on go. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you know one thing I did forget, and I apologize, um, Kyle. We did forget to tell the people, so work it in. Maybe right before Frank, of how they can hear us. Because there was a bunch of people who wanted to know how they could catch Mike on the show tonight. Oh. So live, obviously, is Facebook. Yeah. But yep. there's also many other ways. So, Kyle, before Frank, let's show everybody how they can catch this show down the road. You got so, Mike, what got you into pipes and cigars, tobacco? and How did that start off? Well, I probably blame my grandfather. He was... He was Norwegian and smoked a pipe almost constantly. And when I got a little bit older, like 18. <laughs> a little older, okay. <laughs> I, I just thought I wanted to smoke a pipe. So I started smoking a pipe. And oh, a few years later, when I wanted to get something better than what you could buy in the drugstores, I, I had to drive 50 miles to Indianapolis to find a, a tobacco shop. Wow. I figured... You know, I think Bloomington could use a good a good tobacco shop or pipe shop. So here I am, 48 years later. <laughs> Sounds like you made awesome. a wise choice. Yeah, it's, there's been times, but yeah. <laughs> I've seen a little bit of everything happen in the last 48 years. You know, a lot of good and a few bad things too. But Yeah, smoking has gone uh, quite through quite some changes. Yeah, it's... Uh, I think it's settled down a little bit lately. The, the government seems to have kind of tapered off on some of the regulations, and that's something we have to keep in mind all the time. Uh, yeah. It's just, you know, with taxes and regulations and stuff, and a lot of people would like to just do away with tobacco completely. Well, I yeah. think that's the uh, their goal, but um, that ain't going to happen. Too many of us. We do have a voice as well. That's true. That's true. And, you know, pipe and cigars, it's a totally different sort of thing. 
than, than smoking cigarettes and that. Uh, I'm never been a particular cigarette smoker. I really enjoy my pipes and I really enjoy my cigars and a little bit of, you know, single malt here and there. Salute. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Yeah. Let's start it off right now. <laughs> yeah, we kind of like it too, you know. <laughs> it's, it's part of us. It all goes hand in hand. It's kind problem, of our thing. problem is if I smoke and drink at the same time, <clears throat> either one of them tastes right to me. So I have to do it kind really? of separately. Yeah. Oh, wow. Kind of strange. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think yeah, it's like say everybody has their favorite. Yeah. It's, I guess, I guess my taste buds are just different. <laughs> well, that's all right. Well, if you, everybody's entitled to their taste buds. What about coffee? You ever uh, smoke with coffee? Well, the only time I have coffee is first thing in the morning, usually. So yeah. it's a little early yet to smoke. You know, <laughs> when I leave for work and get in the car, then I might light up a cigar. There you go. <laughs> there you must be what, all of 8 a.m. or? <laughs> yeah, about that. <laughs> Bob, 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 Bob actually smokes in his sleep. I do. <laughs> I actually do. Yeah. <laughs> it's all day with him. Well, it's good when you can stay home. Yes. Pipe tobacco, uh, cigars, pipe cigars. Kind of goes opposite of each other. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing too, though, when uh, you know, I was in the workplace. Nobody frowned on smoking, so everybody smoked. You know, not like now. And nowadays, the only time Bob yeah, leaves remember. his house is when he's got to smoke loud Kia. <laughs> oh yeah. Which I'm, I can remember, you could go to a bar, or restaurant. Oh yeah, yeah. Light up a cigar after dinner and no problems. Exactly, yeah. <clears throat> That's all changed. Actually, my store is the only inside location in the city of Bloomington where you can smoke. Really? Yeah. No bars, no restaurants, no place else. It's just no workplace. My cigar lounge is the only smoking place. Oh, you grandfathered in. But okay. what about other lounges? They're not allowed to smoke inside either? Nope. If you serve alcohol, you can't smoke. Many you serve anything, hmm. you cannot smoke. That's a city ordinance. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> what about the rest of Indiana? What about the rest of Indiana? Is that the same way? There, there's different county uh, regulations. I know Indianapolis, they've got a few cigar lounges that you know, serve food, serve drinks, that sort of thing. But um, the, the way the Indiana law reads, if any local municipality has a stricter law, that supersedes the state. Hmm. So, wow. Now, you said they can serve food too? The other lounge? Yeah. Okay, because that's, that's one thing where they're not allowed to do here is um, you can sue, uh, uh, serve food or uh, any kind of beverage, even uh, a machine. You can't uh, have anything like that in the lounges here. You can smoke, but you can't have other things. Now you can bring your yeah, own. We can bring our but, own. But the but the house itself can't serve it. Yeah, I'm crazy. People say, "Can I bring a drink into your lounge?" And I say, "Sure." You know, just yeah, bring two glasses. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> The alcohol and tobacco police come in. Well, you know, gee, I didn't know they had something. 
That's right. <laughs> That's it. I didn't sure. know. <laughs> Sometimes you have to play that, unfortunately. You got to do what you got to do. So tell us a little bit about the history of the store itself. Well, it started out in 1972. The real small store it was like 450 square feet. We were strictly pipes and pipe tobacco at that time. Then we branched out into a little bit bigger store. And I started carrying more cigars. And, oh, gosh, probably 20 years ago, we moved back downtown from the College Mall. And that's when I really got into a bigger store, much more humidor space. Uh, cigars had really been catching on at that time. Of course, everybody wanted to open a cigar store. <laughs> and Mike, by any chance, I don't know if you what, what you know if you have a big screen. I'm going to interfere with you here for oh, a second. Gosh. But um, you have a visitor, by the way. If you can see right below you, it's like the Brady Bunch. Oh God, no! <laughs> you see that other bald headed guy? Wow. Hey, Josh, what happened to the numbers in your chest? <laughs> you like crowd tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, folks. Josh Weidner from Arango Cigars. Came in to do some <laughs> I figured he'd do something. Yeah, uh, yeah we gotta keep his secret. Every time I see him, his beard is getting a little bit more gray. Oh, he is getting yeah, up well, up. and I'm getting fatter too. <laughs> no, I'm gonna say that. And your head is shaved nice and close, too. Oh, thank you, thank you. Like Very every nice. almost everybody else on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> we, dug up some, a hat. <laughs> we dug up some old pictures and both josh and i were kind of slim and trim and, uh you know his hair was not on his head but on his face <laughs> it was still black yeah. i've never figured out if he's really just all, all bald or just shaves his head he really won't tell me but it's a secret yeah. <laughs> we all have our secrets. <laughs> you look well, good, Uncle Lucky. I call him yeah. Uncle Lucky. <laughs> Josh and I go back a long, long time. Long yeah. time. It's yeah. He's he's been my cigar guy for years at Arango. Uh, steers me in the right direction. Uh, really, we've become very good friends over the years. Uh, you know, good. we very spend good time friends. together at the shows. When he comes to Bloomington to do a, a pipe show or a cigar show, he stays at my house, uh, drinks all my whiskey. All of it. <laughs> drinks all the whiskey, right? There you Sounds go. like Josh, you know? <laughs> Crashing at people's yes. houses, drinking their booze, you know? I eat his food, too. <laughs> I bet you do. I bet you do. That's good. Jack Daniels on the rocks. That's Josh. Amen. <laughs> well, we just wanted to surprise you with it. Josh, thanks for... Uh, jumping on board we did keep it a secret thank you thank you uh yeah uh, mike and i have been friends for uh well over 30 years wow. um he's uh, uh truly you meet a lot of people in our industry but uh very few you can call a real good friend and, and he and i have been very good friends um actually uh um you, you should tell him about your 50th birthday party a couple years ago well, that's, that's really that's really how we became show. friends <laughs> yeah 23 years ago on my 50th birthday uh, my my friends my sister-in-law and one of the gals that worked for me put together a surprise birthday party for me at his own house 
Yeah, at my house. I didn't even know they were having a party at my house. So you don't go home much, do you? It was quite a party, too. Some of my old girlfriends showed up. Uh, Josh, who I didn't know real well at the time, but got to know much better after that. Um, every, we had a, had a hell of a party. Of course, everybody said, what can we buy him for a present? What can we buy him for a present? And it's like, he, you know, if he wants something, he buys it. He's got everything. But he really likes single malt and single barrel bourbons. So I think about two years ago, I finally finished the last bottle. very kind to you. What you get about yeah. 10 cases or what? <laughs> I got a bunch. It's, that's my sipping whiskey. There you go. Have you guys ever heard of, or do you know anybody else who has a real automobile in their smoke shop? No, no, no. 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 We're going to talk to him about it, and not just it up. a car, a Ferrari. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, racing and cars are, are really my passion, uh, other than cigars and pipes, of course. But I've now got did a you buy this car new. Uh, pardon me. Did you buy the Ferrari new? No, no, no. Yeah, I, I bought it used, but it was one of those things that I always wanted one. And uh, I kept looking and looking and looking, couldn't find quite the one I wanted. And uh, finally found one and I thought, well, it's time. That's and great. I bought I it. plenty that I wanted, I just can't afford them. That was before <laughs> the refrigerator <laughs> fell on it though. The, the car cause has quite a history. Uh, I bought it on Martin Luther King's birthday in St. Louis, which is the middle of January. Oh, that's and a strange time to shop. It was beautiful day, so I thought, well, I'll just leave my other car here and drive the Ferrari home since it's a nice day and you never know what's going to happen in the month of January. Well, about 30 miles out of St. Louis, started to an ice storm. Oh. oh by the time i got home there was like seven inches of snow oh jeez! i've got a real long driveway i made it halfway down the driveway and that was it oh and that started a, a history of stuff with that you know the car has been hit by a refrigerator going down the highway <laughs> <laughs> What? How the hell did that happen? <laughs> Only to him. That's why I call him out of the back of the truck. Uh, caught on fire. It's been restored twice. I put two brand new engines in it because they've blown up. Are you it's... sure you didn't buy Christine? <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> oh my God. It's horrible. Wow. I, I won't give it a name because. Well, <laughs> it's a family show. Yeah. <laughs> they just call it lucky. Yeah. <laughs> tell people wow. it's the world's most expensive '77 Ferrari. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I coming get... home with snow in the ground, I would have just pulled into the first hotel and stayed till spring. when I left. That didn't last long. <laughs> oh man. Well, I guess it's in the safest spot that you can think of without driving it. It's pretty safe, I hope. <laughs> well, he actually uh he actually took it out of the store not too long ago and he has a uh he has an indie car in its place now. Oh, nice. That's a, 
actually it's a formula mazda it was part of the road to indy program oh yeah okay it's it's my old race car i used to race cars years ago wow okay. so where's the ferrari now it's in my garage at home resting for the winter Okay. You have alarms on that garage, or? <laughs> actually, actually, he has. He collects cars. He has many cars. Really? Cars. Okay. What else, many other cars you got? Oh gosh. <laughs> Let's see. I've got a seventy-five Maserati. An oh, which one? Oh, oh, don't, just, don't just go like that. No, no, no. We're <laughs> <laughs> talking to Italians. You got to remember that. That's right. Every time, every time variety a, you got? a car ends in a vowel, we listen that much more. <laughs> <laughs> got a 65 Cobra. Stop right there. A little more information. You got the 289 in it then. Actually, it was an old race car that took the engine out of it and put a 302 Cobra in it Jeez. out of a Cobra Mustang. So it's right. you know, now was it raced by Shelby Americana or not by them? It was a, a customer race car. Okay, but so it still got I, the shell. Does it have the Shelby plates on it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a. <laughs> It's not I mean, because it's been changed. It's not real valuable, but I don't care. You know, <laughs> bottom, I'm surprised you didn't put the, uh, the 427, the big block in it, the side oiler. Yeah, that's this thing's. You know what? The 302 is a beast enough. <laughs> okay, tell, nice. I tell people it's dri driving a NASCAR stock car. <laughs> oh, I bet. I love yeah. Cobras. Yeah, and which Maserati is it? Uh, the 75 is a what's that i think you have three maseratis well one you of got, them isn't complete a, if you can count that one really i got a 75 Marac and an 84 by turbo and a, well okay. it's turned into by turbo parts car wow. uh -huh. so this cigar lounge has been very very good wait to me, you wait, wait. <laughs> after 48 years i sure hope so so that's <laughs> Wow, congratulations. Phenomenal collection. How many more? Quite a few. <laughs> about it. Oh my God. Got, <laughs> got a couple of Mercedes, BMW, a couple of Porsches. Don't tell me you got a Gullwing. No, no. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah. I've got I I don't know if you know what a Ponton Mercedes is. It's it's a 1958. It's just an old frumpy Mercedes. But it is so neat, you know. It's really a neat car. Is that is that the one that won awards? Didn't you win? You won oh yeah, that one. Won all kinds of show awards and stuff. Does that one have the balloons for the suspension? No, no. Uh, it was. <clears throat> I'm glad it didn't because that old. That's about a five thousand dollar repair job. That's exactly what my father paid to have his done. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was uh, my, almost forty years ago, right? Yeah, forty years ago. Forty years ago. That's sixty-one, actually. Then. It's it's amazing because my cars are worth ten times what my house is worth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember when you used to be able to buy insurance. cars for dirt cheap. You know, years ago, fifty years ago. Wow, you could buy a lot of stuff for for just a couple of grand. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
they, I looked back and <laughs> my mortgage payment was $600 a month. It's like, you couldn't do that today. <laughs> no, I remember arguing with a guy uh, for a 57 T-Bird and he wanted 1800 and I only wanted to give him 12 and we argued back and forth and I actually walked away. So nope, I'm not paying that. <laughs> so don't ever listen to him about paying cars. <laughs> but back then, hey, that's that's that was a going price for a T-bird, you know. If I had only kept some of the cigar or some of the cars that I sold, yeah. I'd be a real rich man. But you got a few nice ones right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, how, how big I is your garage? <laughs> well. You don't have to They're answer stacked that. in there. <laughs> <laughs> All the new ones that won't rust, they're outside cars. Gotcha. Really outside, wow. Okay. Yeah. He has new it. cars too, some very nice new cars. I, I, it's like, I'm like a kid in a candy store when I go there. Yeah. Food, yeah. food, booze, cigars, cars. What the hell? I'm like picturing like Jay Leno, you know, like he's like the Midwest Jay Leno, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even close. So you're a Duesenberg collector then, huh? <laughs> I was griping the other day because come springtime, I'm going to have to buy 11 batteries. Oh, geez. Ooh, wow. Why don't you start now? <laughs> <laughs> You know, he's out in the country, so you could actually go out in his backyard and just shoot. You oh, you don't. Not nice. like oh, nice. Are, you know, oh, really? Are you yeah. telling us nice. to do something here or what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> road trip? Yeah. Do you have your own range set up? <laughs> I live way I, off the road, and my neighbors shoot, but they're real close to the road, so they're shooting back. And every time they start to shoot, I go in the house because I'm afraid one's going to stray into my house. Ooh. Again. Again, uh-oh. Oh, 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 no. That, that, hey, you know something? I just thought about something. Good way to get 11 batteries replaced. <laughs> have them shoot out a couple of windows in, the, in one of your cars that you don't care about. <laughs> hey, you owe me now. <laughs> what a, you're, you're a conniver. Yeah, wow, look at you. Yeah, criminal you know, mind. Hey, 11 batteries. Uh, it's a, yeah. a lot of money there. $1,000, which I you know. One hell of a big dildo, 11 batteries. <laughs> oh, did I say that? No, I hear Ferrari and I hear Maserati, but you're missing one of them. You must have one at least. What's that? Lamborghini. No, I don't even like Lamborghinis. Oh, see you, man. <laughs> well, you got something against Italian Lamborghinis. You know, Mike. Having an interesting conversation. Uh -oh. oh, Rachel. Rachel wants to say hello. Oh, oh okay. That's my daughter. I somebody else came she, she, knows, she knows Mike. Hello, Rachel. How you doing? Hi. He's wearing her Chicago Cub shirt. She heard me say dildos, and she was wondering what we were talking about. Oh, okay. And she pats his head. She told you it's a family show. So you don't like Josh turns around. If Josh turns around and get his head from the background, looks like a cube. <laughs> uh, well, don't know How would you know that? <laughs> oh, God. So let's get back to cigars and pipes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I want to bra right. brag a little bit about, about pipes. So it was basically a pipe uh, lounge or store to get things going, right? He wants to sit in. We got to move over because we got Tim Garrity here. 
Chicago. Man, I still wanted to talk president. about cars. But, yeah, uh, but we have to get to it, man. Yeah. All right, Tim. Tim. This Sir? is Tim Garrity. What's going on, Josh? <laughs> you know, I'm just curious because, you know. Squeezing a little more. Squeezing a little more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Hold it. Let me get that. One of the things, you know, I like to talk about legacy stores. Legacy pipe and cigar stores, stores that have been around for a long time. And your store is one of those legacy stores. Um, so, so lucky Tim is the president of the Chicago uh, Pipe Collectors Club now. Huh. And before the the plague hit, it was Bob and I's intention to take a road trip to come visit your store. Um, and once this uh, garbage, well, yeah, but, stuff but now he doesn't like Lamborghini, so I'm not going there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going with you either. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll, I'll come. Who doesn't like a lot of Frank and Kyle will go. I'll go. Yeah. I'll come too. I don't got no problem. I'm there. Jaguar XJ12. A day. Mura. A Mura. <laughs> I was curious um, if you could tell us a little bit about, you know, the aura, like, you know, how the store has evolved. Um, because we like, you know, as the club, we're always trying to connect people to brick and mortar so they can go in and, and learn about pipes and tobacco from somebody who knows, you know, from somebody who knows what it's all about. So can you tell us a little bit about the, you know, how the store has evolved over the past 40 plus years? Well, we started out with a little tiny store, you know, with strictly pipes and pipe tobacco. Then I had one eight foot showcase with cigars. Just you know, three three shelf showcase with cigars. Then we moved into a bigger store and put in a walk-in humidor. Uh, at that time, you could smoke in the entire store, so we had a couple of easy chairs in the store. Um, expanded our inventory. Then I, one day, my wife, we we you know. We started carrying some wallets because one of the pipe pouch manufacturers also made wallets. So we started carrying some wallets. One day my wife said, you know, ex-wife. Ex-wife. Yeah. <laughs> she said, it took you a while. You gotta right? carry some briefcases. <laughs> you know, you can't buy a nice leather briefcase anywhere in town. With the university, Indiana University is here. With the university here, she thought that might be a, a good item. So I started carrying briefcases. Then we kind of got a, a bigger store and I started carrying some luggage because people came in looking at briefcases. They said, oh, you ought to carry some luggage too. So, you know, over the years, we've gone from like 450 feet to 3,250 feet store. It's, uh, I'll never move again. <laughs> Sounds like you got a great place to play it yeah. Yeah, last time we moved, we moved the entire store in one day, and it took us six weeks to put it back together. Oh, jeez. <laughs> sure. People would say, have you got a tune of Dunhill 965? And I was like, yeah, it's in one of those boxes over there. <laughs> we haven't put it away yet. But it's it's evolved, you know, gotten bigger. Uh, it's just after after this much time, everybody says, well, how did I do it? You know, I don't know. You know, it just kind of happened. So, 
Well, he's doing everything he loves. He loves the tobacco industry. He, he also uh, has very nice luggage and all kinds of uh, briefcases and wallets and apothecary. And the back, the back part of the store is all uh, cars, car memorabilia. So it's everything that he, he loves. So uh, I, that's what, I think that's really what made him a success. And I think, I think today, you know, it's probably tough if you're strictly a tobacco shop, unless you're in a big city, have, you know, a lot of traffic, that sort of thing. Uh, here in Bloomington, you know, we're, it's a college town, but it's not that big a town. I'm not so sure a store that strictly sold pipes, tobacco, and cigars could, could do well. There's been a number of them over the years that have tried, and probably the only one that survived. Really. You put them out of business is what you did. Yeah, well, <laughs> they, they tried to put me out of business, but it didn't work. Right. You know, I'm curious. Um, what do you think is the probably your best selling tobacco? Oh, gosh, if I could get it, it would be the esoterica. Oh, I know a guy. <laughs> I, I know a guy, but I, you know, I, I can't talk to him right now. Yeah. <laughs> I know a guy too, and he takes care of me when he can. But you know, that's uh, other than that, it might be the same guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> might have one headed guy that we all know. For some reason, that tobacco seems to be very difficult to get. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Hey, Bob, 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 ask him how many pipes he has in stock at his store. Yes. Talk about He's, pipes. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. How many pipes do you have in the store right now? Well, we got around 3,000. Uh, 3,000. Wow. Small collection. We carry, we carry a lot of Peterson, Savinelli, Eric Nording, uh, Chacombe. Oh, uh, gosh. Sporting. Anything good, though? Prati, Caminetto. He carries them all. Really? We, yeah, we, we've had numerous pipes events over the years and Luigi Caprati's been here for two events. Uh, wow. He just came in for that. Eric Nording has been there for an event. Uh, Eric Nording has been a couple events. Uh, Eric Stokeby, the Escortes were there. Really? When's the next event? <laughs> well, right now, right this second. Well, this is the <laughs> happening, but. Uh... Our, our fall event didn't happen because of all the the COVID stuff, but as soon as this pandemic thing is over with, if I live that long, <laughs> we're you know we'll probably start doing events again. We got to make up for lost time, so it's going to events basically on Saturdays by any chance. Generally on Saturdays, yeah. We, uh, okay. We we do usually an all day. Well, <laughs> Josh likes to do an event from noon to four. But it ends up being from four to midnight. So <laughs> here's, a, here's two more questions for you. And then I'll go back to the peanut gallery where, where they, <laughs> and they always make me sit when I'm here. They treat me well. They He's treat a me delicate well. flower. I'm yeah. a delicate flower. I like tobaccos <laughs> that smell like cotton candy and unicorns. <laughs> okay, you got a problem with that? Okay, go ahead. Two Everybody's got their taste. Yeah. <laughs> what so a taste. Do you have, have none? 
<laughs> I got something on my chin for the both of you. Uh, <laughs> I'm a little curious. Do you um do you have a an estate pipes in in inventory? No, we don't. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, you know most people come in with a, a bag full of grandpa's old pipes that. They were old, cheap drugstore pipes, you know, just not worth anything. Occasionally, we'll get a couple, you know, couple that are worthwhile, but most of it is old drugstore stuff that people want to sell. The ones that are worthwhile, I assume you just keep for yourself. <laughs> no. <laughs> we will assume. <laughs> and, you know, it's very, we do very little in the estate pipes, though. So it's just... Our, my, my clientele just doesn't seem to have those. And, uh, occasionally, we, we'll run across something. A few years ago, <laughs> my employee called me up and he said, uh, you got any extra money? And I said, well, I don't know. What for? He says, well, I'm at this yard sale, and the lady's got 12 Dunhills Ooh. in this yard sale, and she wants 100 bucks for all of them. Oh, oh no! I guess you flew down there and uh, <laughs> bought the. He didn't. He didn't have any cash with him, and of course, you know, in a yard sale, he can't use a credit card. He didn't have any cash with him, so it's like, yes, I'll be right there, sit on those pipes. But that doesn't happen very often. Yes, it does not. No, happen no, very often. no. Far few in between. That's a nice score. Now, now here's a here's just you know, a question for the newbies or the people who are. Like me, you know, I've been smoking pipes for a very long time, but I have a problem with cellaring of tobacco. I, I, I find a tobacco I like, and um, I, I fully intend to cellar it, and then somehow I smoke it all. And I have a hard time getting tobaccos, especially this brand um, Esoterica. They, they, oh, they, they, yeah. That's they, one that I don't know. I have a hard time getting them into the yeah. cellar right now. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. But you know, I've been expanding my taste buds, and everybody who like knows me knows I am a delicate flower, and I like my tobaccos to be everything, you know, that you would see in a cartoon. Smurf sweat. Yes, yeah, Smurf sweats, <laughs> unicorns, everything good like that. But here's a, you know, just a practical question: What is your advice for you know people who are interested in cellaring tobaccos? What methods would do you suggest? Well, a plain old mason jar probably is the best way to do it. You know, airtight, sealed. Uh, we get a lot of people, they want to sell their stuff that, you know, they've heard about cellaring tobacco. Well, yeah. you know, you don't, you don't need to sell her uh, a vanilla blend or something. That's not going to do you any good. This is true. Uh, this is true. I've had a hard time with those, uh, those tobaccos. Yeah. Aromatic yeah. stone seller. Very well. In all, in, all fairness, in all fairness, Tim, the majority of tobaccos that sell out there are aromatics. I well, mean, you know, like we're, you know, like tonight crazy. I brought a little gift for the guys from 1990. Little. Oh. Baby's bottom. So. Very nice. Very nice is right. Because I tell people, hey, buy it, smoke it, and enjoy it. You know, it's just. It's, it gets better maybe with age, or you may ruin it too, trying to sell it. So it's, I just tell people, just buy it and enjoy it. You know, uh, don't have to 
to worry about okay. keeping okay. it for years. So nice. I have a question for you. Uh, have you noticed an uptick in being a college town? Have you seen younger guys or even ladies coming into the shop and kind of having to introduce them or they're picking up interest in uh, pipe smoking? Oh, yeah. That's that's a whole question. When they raised the smoking age from 18 to 21, that took away three-fourths of my college student business. Wow. Most college students are at 21 till they're seniors. Yeah. So right, that, right. that really put a dent in my college student business. But I definitely see a younger crowd. Uh, we've got a few women that buy cigars and go sit in the lounge and enjoy their cigars. Um, and it's, it's definitely, you know, a, a younger group. We got, it's funny because we get our old guys. And then we get our younger guys. The middle age don't seem to be as much anymore. Uh, huh. But yeah, of course, players among college students are big. We, we see that. I, at, I at hang the... out with senior citizens all the time. Yeah, <laughs> um, you're preaching yeah. to the choir. Yeah, I'm middle age. <laughs> well, I'm beyond being a senior citizen. <laughs> we see that a lot in the uh, Chicago Pipe Show. Uh, a lot of, um, I would say, people under thirty who or Pipes, yeah. taking up pipe smoking or have been in it for a couple of years already. So there is definitely a, um, a trend, maybe, uh, I don't know. It could be, um, uh, uh, what's, what's the term that they Hipster. use for the hipsters, yeah. like a hipster thing. Now, you know, it might yeah. be just a cool thing, hey. but Hey, you know what? It's, it's okay. It brings, they're, brings they're more people. It alive. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're doing it. So yeah. I, I have another question. Fraternities will have a party or something. They'll come in and buy, you know, a couple hundred cigars for the fraternity party. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. My question is being in like the Hoosier state there, you Who's, had to Who's have your mom? Some... Who's your mom? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you had to have some, some superstars walk into your, into your shop for, over, the, over the time period. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we get, we've had, you know, one of the funniest stories is a guy come out of the lounge and he goes, who was that guy that was just in the lounge? You know, and I said, that was Eric Clapton. Clapton. Wow. He said, you're wow. kidding me, you know. But, uh, of course, John Mellencamp is from Bloomington. He's been a customer over the years. Wow. Okay. Of course, everybody hey, man, remembers go, Bobby Knight. About Clapton, Bobby Knight? Though. Bobby Let's talk Knight. about Clapton. <laughs> After midnight, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bobby the Clapton by. <laughs> oh, we've had we've had numerous, you know, people that come here to perform, do various things. David Letterman's been a customer. Uh, he's from Indianapolis. Come he came came in one day and I looked up and went, Huh, what are you doing in Bloomington? And he went, Huh? I'm in Bloomington. <laughs> they let you out in New York. <laughs> turned out his sister lived here. Oh, okay. All that. But yeah, over the years we've had quite a few. Harrison Ford. He's, oh wow. Okay. His, his daughter went to IU, so you know he came in numerous times. Yeah, it, it's really interesting because you know at one point in time, maybe during the heyday of pipes university towns were you know synonymous with great pipe shops you know um i there used to be a great shop in um 
Evanston, Illinois. You know, you had Northwestern University. Um, and your shop, you know, a lot of, I'm, I'm more of a scholar okay. and, and a lot of great authors and historians, you know, frequented your shop as well. Um, and it was just one of those things that you're one of those remaining um, legacy stores. You have the, the university town and, you know, the pipe shop for the esteemed scholars. Well, Harrison Ford came there, so you know. I wouldn't yeah. call him an esteemed uh, well, scholar. <laughs> a professor of archaeology, right? Yeah. <laughs> In my earlier years, you know, all the professors smoked a pipe. That yeah. Was just, you know, if you're a professor, you smoked a pipe. It was just kind of a. Well, it was like a, a thing for, for men back in the 40s and 50s, especially, you know, you wore your fedora and you had your pipe. It was, you know, just a thing. You had to have it. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and like with cigars, you know, yeah, cigars have always been associated. You had a derby, okay. Yeah, he had a derby cap. My grandfather always had his derby cap. And, and a always, clay pipe. And it, no, he had a, con, <laughs> he had a corn cob in there. Nice, <laughs> nice. Because my grandma used to, you know, give him a hard time about smoking. So uh, that man never... Like, he was never without tobacco. So, I can't believe how popular corn cobs are here lately. Hey, yeah. corn cobs are I, awesome. I don't understand it. Yeah. I, I, I don't discount well, corn cobs. I love my corn cobs that I have. Corn they cobs smoke are essential great. As the president of the Chicago Pipe Collectors Club, <laughs> I'm a big advocate for all new guys to have mandatory have a corn cob. Mandatory. It's a great way to start. Yeah. yeah. Find out if you like it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's, it's cheap. If you don't like it, you can just, you know, throw it away or give it to somebody. But even better, whenever I travel and I have my pipes and my tobacco with me, I always make sure my cob pipe is in there because if I get into a room with somebody and they have something new, that new tobacco is going in my cob because it's not going to ruin my cob. Yeah. <laughs> Can't hurt them too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, those of us who are, you know, I'm an aromatic guy, as I've said 27 times, but, you know, there's aromatics that, I, you know, I don't care for. You know, the, the top shelf black cherry blend is something that I wouldn't want to touch any of my pipes, even a cop. Oh, Nothing like a nice Middleton cherry blend. Well, Captain Black oh, man, Grape. Come on. I mean, if you're in style, a little Captain Black Grape can go a long way. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You know, uh, I don't know towards what, but it goes a long way. But, you know, it's one of those things where the cob has always been, um, it's an American tradition. It is. Uh, yeah. Bob mixes Captain Black Grape with Stonehaven, don't you? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. You saw that, huh? Yeah. That's because Well, and then here's the here's the other thing with the cob, like especially the Missouri Missouri Meerschaum. It's an Missouri. American made product. You know. Yeah. So uh, and, a and a lot of the briars are not yeah. from America, but the Missouri Meerschaum, that's an American made product. Yeah. 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 This is not an American pipe. It's a uh, Tom Spano pipe made carved by Maximil, good friend of ours, great guy. You know, and and what's interesting, I'm just curious if 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 you know Josh, feel free to answer this as well. What do you see coming from the American pipe manufacturing community? Has there been any I know that Gray Woody is making the K Woody line yep. again. Yep. And there's a lot of carvers, but there's no um outside of Grabeau and Missouri, there's 
there's really no manufacturers as such. No, that I know no. Of anyway. yeah, like it's just small ago. guys. Yeah, just small guys. We have we have that, that um, you know, produce maybe a dozen pipes a year, that sort of thing. Yeah, we have uh, that carver right here in Round Lake. That's not too far from Alex uh, Flora. Yeah, yeah, Alex Flora. Flora. Makes great. So pipes. some of these, some of these so-called carvers are putting out 100 or 200 pipes a year now. Uh, certainly, that's not you know Peterson, Savinelli, or Norty numbers, of course. No. But uh, some of these, some of these guys are 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 able to to produce a, about two or three pipes a week. Wow, so that's a lot. Ju just that's so you know, uh, some of them even even uh, uh, started you know open up workshops and they're 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 really getting more serious about it. The, the only downside from a business standpoint, me being in the business, is um, uh, it's very difficult to buy from an artisan and sell it on a scale. Yeah. You understand. Yep. Uh, yep. If you buy it real cheap, you're cutting the legs out from underneath them. Yep. However, if they're willing to take a little bit of a hit, if any of you are listening to me, if you're, if you're willing to sell to a distributor that introduces it to retailers, uh, obviously, you, it's 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 a win-win situation for everybody. Your name is getting out there. Uh, your your product is very high quality, um, and there's quite a few part carvers out there that are in the United States that are doing gangbuster job. Uh, and it's I got to tell you, it's all online. I the online retailers grab them up. The brick I, and mortar. I think the I think, the, would, uh, I I think the, they would grasp them more. Yeah, I think the yeah, biggest uh, downfall on like doing like the, the small artisans that they have out there. Is that so? Like doing a mass, you know, trying to distribute them mass wide, is that every single pipe that they make is unique. There are no two pipes that look alike when they come from those small artisans. They are they're all individual pipes. So well, it's machine made. So yeah. yeah so even it's, if it's a slight variation, it's there. You yeah, know? I, I think that's why you don't see them on that grand scale distributing because it's just. You can't, you know, I'd be like, well, I want, you know, a, a three dozen that look like that. And they're going to be like, well, I can only do this one. You know, I can't, I, this wood only talk to me this way. I can't, I can't make all the other woods yeah. talk to me in the same way. Um, you know, so I think that's where you lose. Yeah. So, I mean, even like, yeah, even like J.M. Boswell, I mean, he only produces so many pipes and they put it out every Monday night for you know uh buying but it's it's a one and one and done it's a unique pipe that's all they do josh has started a, a section on his orango website for artisan pipes and oh it's, it's oh been, nice it's been recent recently that he's done you know that yeah it's uh josh it, has it been caters a to the small carbon yeah it's been very busy hey. very busy you're actually doing something for a change Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> mockery from the background. No, that's what Terrica for you. <laughs> Come back one year. You don't buy them now, they'd be gone tomorrow. <laughs> oh, man. So there's no smoking in your shop? No, there is. It's oh, no. We have, a, we have a lounge. Uh, you can only smoke in the lounge, okay. which, is, which is fine because... If all the air is evacuated from the lounge, goes up four stories and out the roof, hmm. and it changes the air in the lounge once every two minutes. So it doesn't wow. get okay. doesn't get smoked at all. That's also, also keep there. in mind, keep in mind, he has some uh, high-end luggage and 
all kinds of shirts and memorabilia from cars and people don't want to buy that stuff and it smells like smoke. Yeah. 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 You know, uh, yeah. can you imagine going in and buying a, a you know, a, a nice piece of uh, uh, luggage and you, you don't want it to smell like smoke. Yeah. No. Well, the way Indiana law reads, if I allowed smoking in the store, you would have to be 21 years old to come into the store. Okay. Which. Uh, well, isn't that law across yeah. the country now? I mean, but yeah. I, but, I remember when I started smoking a pipe, I was 15. <laughs> really? <laughs> you know, there was no, nobody, uh, you know. Nobody cared. You can't buy tobacco. You buy tobacco all the time. Yeah, I used to go to the drugstore and get tobacco for my grandfather when I was young. Yeah. yeah then it got to the point where I needed a note. <laughs> I had to have a note from him in order to get it. Oh, really? Yeah, but, yeah. but back then you, you used tobacco as money, right? five brothers five brothers Oof. yeah seaweed. that was some nasty stuff seaweed <laughs> my, my grandfather always um you know i have uh, my i'm a little bit more affiliated with a local smoke shop than i'm a i'm a you know, routine customer at my, and I've been going to that shop since technically since I was seven years old. And my grandfather would have me go in there when grandma was around because he wasn't allowed to smoke, you know, and like a real man, he sent his grandson <laughs> to go get his cigars for him. And he, he was always fond of this store because, and ever joke, I, I kid you not, he liked them the most because they had fresh Dutch masters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and, nothing you know, like opening a box. They got to be fresh. They got to be fresh. All right. And you don't want grandpa to send you back. I get people come in all the time and say, what's your freshest cigar? And I think, well, if they're any good at all, they're probably at least a couple of years old. Yeah. <laughs> I said they're all kept fresh, but I'm partial to a stale William Penn. <laughs> That's when you go like, um, there's a gas station down the road. They sell like Phillies. Um, you go there. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You're cut off from Esoterica already. <laughs> I will call Phillies, dude. You'll be cut off from their whole line. <laughs> hey, I'm fine with that. Lots of Philly delights. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine with that. <laughs> so, what do you know? Now they're selling Phillies blunts with different use. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Different intramural sports rely on the Philly blunt. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like full contact chess is mandatory <laughs> that you have Philly blunts. Um, what do you notice from your, like, you know, with the, as far as if, if there is in your store, you know, um, what brand of tobacco seems to be selling out quite a lot besides Esoterica? Okay, we all know Esoterica is great. But what what else has you been noticing a demand for of late? Uh, we're selling a lot of GLPs. That's um, all, all the new Peterson Dunhill mixes. Okay, they're doing very well. Um, and McBaron's, of course, you know, always a kind of a, a staple standard. Uh, yeah, GLPs probably is one of our our, our main lines mm. right now. Uh, mm. It changes, you know. 
you get a few people on the internet just ranting and raving about something, you know, it may not even be any good, but, you know, other people see that. Then they want to, oh, do you have, you know, XYZ tobacco? Because I saw a guy on the internet said that was the best tobacco I ever smoked. And so that things kind of run in phases like that, I've noticed. You know, we're selling a lot more <coughs> straight Virginias, uh, a lot more uh, English blends and that sort of thing than we ever used to. Used to be it was all aromatics, you know, sweeter, lighter stuff. But we're seeing a real trend right now into, you know, heavier, stronger, especially Latakia blends. Well, that's so good then. That means people are starting to become a little bit more sophisticated. Yeah, yeah, it's like wine. You know, you start out with a sweet wine, and of course, some people never become sophisticated like Josh. <laughs> yeah, a little more, you know, well, Josh, out of a box. Josh is a big fan of the finer wines like Fudge Ripple, oh, yeah. which has been, you know, is a you know, nitrate. Nitrate. Nitrate is very, you know, it's a very elevated taste. I thought he was on Boone's Farm, Strawberry Hill. Uh, uh, yeah. Boone's Farm, Apple. Two, yeah. two, two buck farm. chuck. Not Strawberry Hill. Two buck <laughs> chuck. He got priced out of that market, you know. Well, so, he did? You know, okay. yeah, Boone's Farm just, you know, too high, too high brow. God, is it even made anymore, I wonder? I don't know. If it's not, here's how you know. make it. You take a pinch of Everclear and a whole lot of apple juice. And, you know, it doesn't matter after that. Give it to a prisoner, they'll mix it up in the toilet. And uh, you're ready to go. <laughs> Only the best here at the Chicago. That's where I mix my tobaccos in the toilet. Hey, wasn't that oh, the okay. wasn't it the Martha that Stewart recipe? That's that special topping, well, right? Well, well, that that brings up a great question. What what's your favorite blend? What do you what's your go-to uh, smoke? You know, I really like three nuns. Uh, I do too. Yeah, it's one of my one of my Not favorites. Have it. Uh, <laughs> At the same time, you know, Peterson Navy Rolls. Of course, it used to be Dunhill Navy Rolls. I like that stuff. Uh, I like to smoke a lot of different things. Depending, you know, it's like I wouldn't want to eat the same thing every day, even if it was steak and lobster. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I want some change. And I smoke different things at different times of the day. If I want to smoke my pipe in the morning, I might smoke something lighter, you know, or a straight Virginia. Evening after a nice big dinner, I'll smoke something stronger, a heavier Latakia blend, mm -hmm. or maybe a stronger cigar. So, you know, I like to try different things. People ask me all the time, what's your favorite? It's kind of like, I don't know if I have an exact favorite. I might have a top five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's it's for years. It's been very difficult being friends with him because every time we're together, it's eating, drinking, smoking. It's horrible. You can't even <laughs> can't imagine. imagine doing that. That's... I know. I don't even know why you hang yeah. out with Steak them. Steak and lobster, sure. <laughs> yeah, but, he... <laughs> but every day, three times a day, you know. Yeah, it's too much. Too much. Uh, here's a, here's here's my final question. I promise I'll go back to the peanut final gallery. question. Final question. Right. Just here. Final <laughs> question. Go ahead, go go. So you've got the car collection. That's you know, and if you're like any of us, you know, you're the collection tends to get out of control. get out of, out of control. Oh, it's out of control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? How many pipes are do you collect? How many pipes might be in your rotation, let's say? My personal collection is maybe 
Yeah, maybe four dozen. Not, not a lot. Quite a few, but not a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and quite frankly, probably half of those are pipes that have been given to me by various people, like Eric Nording, Luigi Viprati, you know, Roberto Escorti. You know, right. some every time we have a show, they always give me a pipe. So probably half of them are pipes that have been given to me. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna add a couple that were carved especially for me. Uh, wow. wow, that's okay. nice. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't smoke those? You just leave them on the shelf? Or... No, they're meant to be used. Good, <clears throat> good. very good. One of the nice benefits about being in, in the business is uh, the a lot of the people we do business with are very generous with their time and generous with their generosity. <laughs> so it, it's it's very cool. There's a there's a lady that comes into our store that really enjoys cigars mm-hmm. and when the escorties were here for the pipe show, she got to talking oh, yeah. <laughs> and said, you know, I'd really like to learn how to make pipes. So the escorties invited her to Italy where she stayed with for like a month wow. and learned how to carve pipes. Holy cow. And she wow. made some some really neat stuff. I, uh, ha- I had one. No kidding. Yeah. And yeah. Huh. when we had our 45th anniversary party three years, or, yeah, three years ago, uh, they contacted Scorty and collaborated on a pipe that they made especially for me for the 45th anniversary of the store. Wow, oh, that's awesome. That's well, one of my, my valued pipes. Okay. Yeah. I think so. Well, now you got to go big because you're at 48, so 50's coming up, so you got to oh, you got to go big for the 50. Party like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> and we, we got to be there. I mean, yeah. we all got to be there. I think that's a great idea. There's only one problem. If if you do a show next year, or um, Josh, if you go do an event on a Saturday, if you know ahead of time, give us a call. If you find Mike, we would love to come down and do a podcast. Yeah, we should should carpool. We'll have a great time. Seriously. (laughs) Are you open to that, Mike? I I don't know if I can carpool with you, because you're talking about eating steaks and lobsters. Ask me. I'm going to have a big party for the 50th anniversary, but I don't know where I can do it because you can't smoke anywhere around here. Yeah. What well, if you like, set a tent uh, out? A, what a, a, like house? a tent? You what if you that many people in the lounge? No, his house is... Area. He has an 800-foot driveway going up to his house. He's got plenty of space at his house. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, oh. I might have to rent a circus tent or yeah, something. Yeah, see? There you go. Yeah, yeah but do an outdoor tent. Yeah. These two show up. <laughs> <laughs> we have John Mellencamp and Eric. Just bring Brian and and come and say, We're just okay with that. That'll hey, that's fine. We're, we're Hi, fine. John, John Mellencamp and Elton John will be the entertainment. Oh, okay. All, All right. right. <laughs> All right. Not bad. I mean, Not if bad. we're talking small time, I mean, fine, you know, whatever. Now, this isn't my <laughs> question, but somebody mentioned, wanted me to ask, have you ever been ran over by a car? Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy, are these stories. What, one of your own? It was my own car and my own driveway. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, Did no. You get to put it in park? And, and it was my 58 Mercedes, which is my prized show car. Oh, oh my God. Down the hill with the door. Well, actually, what happened was I was getting the car ready for a show. Mm-hmm. So I was cleaning the car. 
put the car in gear, open the door to get out, and shut the door. And as soon as I shut the door, the car started to roll backwards, even though it was in gear. Didn't have enough compression in the engine to keep it rolling backwards. So I opened the door up to try to stop the car. Well, the door scooped me underneath the car. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and over my my left leg, my right knee, and my shoulder. Oh, jeez. Oh, I laid there in the driveway watching the car roll down the hill with the door open. Well, it got a tree, stopped the car, but ripped the door off on the tree. Oh, no. That was my 58 Mercedes show car. Oh, my God. Oh. Man, oh, man. Something about you and bad luck with cars. Wow. Dude. I'm yeah. you. Are you sure you're a car he collector? You never owned a Pinto. <laughs> <laughs> or a ground Volkswagens or something, will you? Wow. The Ferrari's caught on fire, so I know what a Pinto's like. Oh, no. <laughs> well, having worked on cars, that you know, it's not that hard to believe. Ferraris tend to run very hot and... If you put something on the wrong place on that car, it, it'll go up in flames like that. So yeah, I, wow, this was it was started in the dashboard, the electrical. In the oh, dashboard. Okay. oh wow, yeah. Well, Strange right. things happen to me. Yes, <laughs> that, that's a that's an eight, right? That's not a twelve cylinder. Okay, I'm Mike, I feel like you're Rodney Dangerfield. Like, if it wasn't for bad luck, you've had no luck at all. Hey. That's why I call him Lucky. Gosh, nicknamed me Lucky. I'm not, probably ought to be unlucky. But... Uh, lucky. No, keep well, not lucky. necessarily because you've come out alive out of every situation. You've come out alive. So that's yeah, that's lucky. I've had a few situations. Yeah. So. <laughs> Mike, is there anything new that's coming up for you that you like to plug for 2021? I know it's been a crazy year and you don't know what's going to happen, but anything new to plug for 2021? Anything new from uh, bringing in from uh, Josh from Arango or promote your store, your location, uh, anything you want to say? We don't have anything you know, on the plan right now, but as soon as this stuff is over with and we're able to have gatherings, that sort of thing again, I definitely want to do some cigar events and some pipe events. We got to make up for lost time. Uh, yep, yep. I just hope, I just hope that things get better, you know, within the next six months or so. Uh, you know, I worry about it because I'm in contact with people all the time. You know, I wear a mask in the store. I'm old. I have some health problems, you know, so it's, I'm very careful. I, I'm just amazed at the people that, that don't pay any attention to it. It's, you know, it's, it's a serious thing. And the only way we're going to beat this is being cautious. And hopefully yeah. the vaccine is going to be popular enough. Uh, we've got to get out of this COVID-19 thing. For sure. For sure. I, I watched my business dwindle so much in the last year. Uh, we were closed for eight weeks. We were, oh, you know, closed down. Yeah, we were closed down. We were non-essential business and had to close. And eight weeks, and that's two whole months uh, out, of, out of a year with, with virtually near. We did some curbside and some mail orders, but that didn't make up for hardly anything. The curbside, yeah, did yeah. They, were people buying by the boxes now? 
to say, so you didn't have to keep coming back? Did you, you notice that uh, part of this industry go up? No, unfortunately, what was happening there was, oh, I only need a couple cigars until my mail order gets here. Until yeah. oh. my mail order gets here? Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that's, yeah, that's one of my biggest things is, you know, uh, all these people ordering full boxes on the internet. Uh, I can't compete with those prices. We've got, you know, Indiana tobacco tax, but if you mail order from Pennsylvania or someplace, you don't have to pay the tax. You're supposed to put it on your income tax return, of course. Here in Illinois, we have to, they take the tax. Yeah, they automatically put the tax like on it. If you it. order from Pipes and Cigars, oh yeah, they, they take the Illinois tax right up, right when you purchase it. Yeah, they see the Illinois address it's shipping to, and they're like, oh, you're in Illinois, you automatically get the tax added on. That only started it about a year ago, though. Ooh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's the way it should be. You know, you live in that state, you should have to pay that state tax. Yeah. Yeah. What's the tax in uh, Indiana? 24%. 24%. Yeah. Not not too bad. I mean, it's it's kind of in the middle there. But, of course, every year they, they try to raise it. Of course. Mm. Well, we hope things will get a lot better for you, Mike. Um, just like to invite you, if you like to stay on board, we're going to go to our next segment, which is called Stump the Choose. <laughs> and what that is, is a segment where Cousin Frank um, asks us three or four questions on uh, this day in history. And he tries to make us look like jackasses, which sometimes we are and sometimes we're not. And then we have the uh, question to our listeners that are Facebook listeners, and they will try to uh, um, answer it on Facebook in the winning uh, individual gets to win tonight's pipe from uh, Tim Garrity and the Chicago Pipe Club. If you like to stick around a little bit and help us answer nice and uh, see if you can catch, uh, make uh, Frank look like a chooch or uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, can you stay on a little longer, Mike? Sure, sure. All right. Excellent, excellent. So, folks, before this, right now, Kyle, would you show the rest of our audience how, besides Facebook, they can listen to us uh, on their own, in their car, not a die, 24-7. Take it away, Kyle. Yeah, so you can always catch us live on Facebook with our podcasts. Um, if you uh, happen to miss our show, check out Apple Podcasts if you have an Apple phone. If you are rocking that Android device, uh, check out Google Podcasts. Um, if you are rocking any other devices, check us out on Spotify or iHeartRadio, number one for podcasting. Or if you're on your computer and want to check it out on the Internet, uh, Anchor.fm carries all our shows right there. Um, and then stay tuned because I am currently in the works with Radio.com to get our show on there. So you will have another avenue coming towards you for our podcast formats. Just stay tuned for us. You mentioned YouTube. And YouTube. We are on YouTube. Frank is in charge of the YouTube channel and the shows that we have here broadcast live on Facebook. He is putting those up on YouTube for all you to catch up uh, later on in life. <laughs> later on. All right. That's, uh, that's several ways of how to hear us. And again, folks, uh, if you want to sponsor 
the show. Please get hold of us for 2021. We would like to help promote you and make your business even bigger. So anyway, Mike, also before you do leave, we do like to uh, put an invite to you to invite. invite. I thought he said an inmate. inmate. I, I thought he said that too. Yeah. I'm like, you're going to make like, it an inmate. Wrong twist. Ron's got uh, inmates. We'd like to have you uh, come on down to the Chicago <laughs> Pipe Show. We'd like to, uh, once we have our dates, come on down and, uh, hey, you can even grab a table. We're coming down, hang out with Josh and the rest of us. I've been there every year for the last, gosh, I don't know, maybe 15 years. Really? I, table, I never saw you. A table or just <laughs> as a visitor? I've done a table a few times. Yeah. Uh, maybe, I think I've, I've done a table like five times. Uh, okay. I haven't done it the last couple of years. Uh, I represented Sam Sermet from SMS Meerschaums at the show for a couple of years since he moved out west. He shipped me all his pipes and represented him at the show. So nice. I'm familiar okay. with it and been there. Okay. Nice. okay. Well, nice. we'll look out for you then. I mean, when you got 3,000 pipes, definitely guarantee you will move some. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Well, good. Thank you, Mike. Hey, so I'm going to pass it on now to Frank. Frank, it's your time to stump the chooches. History. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna send you down memory lane, Bob. That means you probably won't remember a thing. Memory lane was <laughs> Joe, Joe Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this week in history, but it's actually this date in history. Back in 1903, 1903, the first car number plate. What was the plate number and where was it issued back in 1903? 001 New Jersey. No, wrong. <laughs> it was Indiana. <laughs> wrong. One Detroit. The first plate. One you have to be wrong. So the very first plate was A1 and it was issued in England. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Thank you. And what was that plate made out of? Leather? It was made out of a what? <laughs> Leather. Wrought iron. Wrought iron. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I know plates were made out of leather in the beginning. If you can believe that, it's true. Well, it might have been. We, we have to well, ask I'm Mike telling on you, that it one. Was. We have to ask Mike on that one. He's, he's the car expert. <laughs> right, Mike? Well, plates were made I out wasn't of around in 1903, so. <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple of years after that with the rest of us. <laughs> All right, Frank. All right, we'll go to the second one. And Kurt, uh, I'm sorry, Kurt, it wasn't Harley. 1903 is correct, but it wasn't Harley. It wasn't Harley. No, it was, I was, the, first, it was the first plate number for a car, for a car, not, not for a motorcycle car he's not listening he's in nicaragua you know he's taking in the the, the life down there now exactly there oh, well that's nice well he's there <laughs> he's enjoying life so now back in 1947 bell labs demonstrates the world's first what 1947 bell labs demonstrates the world's first what uh-oh you got I think me. I lost you. You got me. 
up. Bob's still thinking. Transistor? Oh, the transistor Ooh. radio. Bob's getting, hey. I think I think I know he's getting his information Google. from over there. Yeah, Google. <laughs> oh, I knew that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he knew that all right. He knew that, yeah. A okay. whispering wind came through him. Yeah, Bob, I think I had that. It was a one transistor radio. <laughs> yeah. Bob was actually 20 years old back then, so he was working on the project. <laughs> Kurt, forget about it. We gave the answer. Kurt tries to skip in over and say transistor. Yeah, you're on a delay, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you're on Nicaragua time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. All right, here's the third one for you. This is, a, this is a good one. 1952. This was the first production-ready prototype. It gets completed. What automobile? first production-ready prototype is completed in 1952. And then in the following year, they sell 300 cars and only 300 with one made it with one color and one interior. What was the car? Edsel. <laughs> and Edsel. Nope. 1952. This was the first the production. No, the vet was made in '53. No, this is the first production. Uh, Bob, you're 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 right. If you actually think about this, the first prototype of the vet was in 1952. 52, yeah, but the vet didn't was, come out till '53, and it was well, only available in white. That well, that's what I said. It's only available in white with a red interior. Yeah, or I don't red. know anything Bob. about cars, but yeah, well, Bruce, <laughs> Bruce had that too. That's good. Bruce jumped in. No, Barry, it's not the Etzel, not as old as you. And uh, oh, Ed Peralta, hey, hey, Ed, he's uh, he's another uh, okay. cigar lounge guy in Illinois, in uh, Indiana. All right, so this one, folks, this one is for you. This is the winner of the pipe. Yep. Everybody, get yourself ready. Kyle and I are looking at our Facebook pages. Um, the rest of us will shut up. Go, Frank. All right, this occurred on this day in history in 2004 it was a grand tsunami and it was caused by an earthquake where was this earthquake and how many people did it kill here's a sound there in 13 Kyle. different countries in 13 different countries so in 2004 this tsunami occurs by, uh, occurred by an earthquake back and it was under some ocean. I'm giving you a hint now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's All too right. much, Frank. Stop right Stop. there. I mean, I know you want to give the pipe away. Barry wants it bad. You know. <laughs> Where's that music, Kyle? It's there. Because usually that's what happens with a tsunami. That's an earthquake. That happened in Oklahoma, right? All right. Bruce said the Indian Ocean. Bruce is very much correct. The Bruce Indian Ocean. Park. Kirk, Indian Kirk ocean. says Indonesia. But it happened underneath the Indian Ocean. Indian Ocean. And yep. it, can you believe 216,000 people died in 13 different countries? Mm. That's pretty, pretty amazing. Congratulations, Bruce. Another winner. He's becoming a regular. Thank you, Bruce. Everybody else just missed it. Just missed it. You got Mike, uh, Mike missed it. Jeffrey just missed it. Everybody. Ed said Josh's house. <laughs> <laughs> right, Bruce gets the pipe. Nice there you pipe, go, man. Bruce. 
Nice. Price. Look at that. Nice. Text me uh, your address there, Bruce, and we'll get this off to you. It ain't coming before Christmas. I can tell you that. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike, we want to thank you so much. I hope you had a good time. We know we did. And uh, we uh, we love to come out and do a road trip show. And Josh will drive us out there since he knows the routine. <laughs> and uh, thanks. thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. See you. Good. Good. Thank you. On, buddy. Once we get once we get back to normal, we'll <clears throat> we'll start doing some shows. Awesome. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Awesome. And we'll come out and see you. Definitely. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Wishing you and your family a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Appreciate it all and your time. And uh, till 2021, you have a good one. Josh. Oh, you guys be safe. Let's hope 2021 is a better year. Yeah. Gotta yeah, be. Yeah. It gotta be. <laughs> Josh, thanks a lot for hooking us up with Mike. And Absolutely. You thanks for having uh, me. Have a Happy great holiday. holiday. Yep. Happy holiday. And, uh, you too, guys. Hopefully you. we'll see you soon, buddy. Have Absolutely. a Merry Christmas you know, maybe and a Santa safe, Maybe you bring something that I like. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just light it so he can put it on fire. He has he has the beard working. He's yeah, like, yeah, and it's getting white. Yeah. <laughs> so the rest of you folks, remember, this is it. This is the last show of 2020. We'll yep. be back in two weeks in 2021. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be, um, we might be bringing some different things. And for all you cigar enthusiasts and owners and representatives get your cigars into us because we just have this feel about giving you some ratings next year yeah. so uh Ooh, send those look, cigars look, in right the chooches are there they're waiting the, i see three chooches behind me and i think yeah. they're all ready to give some ratings on cigars i think so i think so so we're looking forward to that so everybody from all of us to all of you Thank you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year's for everybody who just passed. Happy Hanukkah. And uh, be safe. Enjoy. We'll catch you next year. See you soon. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Good night. Thank you.